Welcome to A Moment with Modern Mentors, a podcast series by Digital Collective Co, where we soak up wisdom, anecdotes, and actionable tips from Australian startups, female founders, business leaders, industry pioneers, and C-suite executives, a sway of people who have achieved amazing things in their professional fields. My name is Mia McLeod and I'm the founder of Digital Collective Co. We are a collective of digital experts who have come together during a time of adversity, all aligned in the mission of finding a better way of working while simultaneously improving the balance in our lives. Hi, I'm Remy Taylor, the co-owner of an online alternative healing store, Rep Realm. I also work as a social media manager for various clients in the wellness and entertainment industries. I'm here to chat to Digital Collective about building an e-commerce store, alternative wellness, and how I practice conscious living. My name is Kat Rolly, and today I'm speaking with Remy Taylor, the co-owner of Ret Realm, an online ethical crystal and wellness store. Remy started Ret Realm with her mum, Laura, in 2018, and together they have grown a successful business from the heart. Founded on the purpose of exploring their spiritual side and expressing true self, Ret Realm provides their community with healing crystals, jewellery and wellness products. One of the things that makes Ret Realm different is Remy's dedication to building a genuine, loving and safe online community for her customers, where the values of Ret Realm come to life. We hope you enjoy this moment with the very kind and grounded Remy. Hello Remy, it's so great to be talking to you today. Welcome to your episode on A Moment with Modern Mentors. Hi Kat, thank you so much for having me. I've got this crystal that I bought from you and I've got this other crystal my friend gave me and I have your oil. I'm going to put some on now, actually. (laughs) Easing into the spiritual woo-woo talk. Exactly. I wanted to get in the zone, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I guess before we get started, we can tell the listeners that on top of owning Ret Realm, you're also part of the Digital Collective team. Do you want to tell everyone what your role is with us? So I'm also alongside you on the social media side of the Digital Collective team and our clients come to us for all their social media needs. We work together on their aesthetic and like pulling together a really great social media campaign. So yeah. Awesome. Yes, I thought we would get that out of the way so people understand like how we know each other. But obviously, we would like to focus on talking to you about your amazing side business, Ret Realm. So can you tell us, to kick off, what first inspired you to start this company? So basically, my mum and I started this company together in 2018. We'd always talked about creating, you know, your own reality and what that would mean for us. And what that did mean for us was basically like, a platform where we're able to have our creative freedom and also that deeply aligned with our own values because we believe in, you know, the divinity of the universe and all that kind of stuff. There was no real distinctive point where we were like, okay, let's have this as a business. Let's make money off this. It was never that kind of vibe, but we did have our goals and our dreams and we never knew what direction it was going to take. Yeah, because Money was never our driver. We just found it pretty incredible that we could build a community that was so alike to us. Yeah, that people that just simply wanted to chat and share stories and learn more about crystals and alternative health. I love that. So did you start off with a commercial e-commerce store or was it more just an Instagram page or something 
less commercial to start with. Yeah, so it started off as just an Instagram page where I was sort of just sharing my knowledge, my own personal knowledge of crystals and what I knew to be any alternative health facts or anything like that. And then I just decided one day that we should go even further than that and we started, you know, looking into suppliers that were more aligned to our own values and that sort of thing and that's where sort of everything came together and I started setting up our e-commerce store and yeah, just like everything else that follows from that, newsletters and that sort of thing. So it kind of started off as a side hustle, but your Instagram presence has grown and you're getting lots and lots of orders. So is this the beginning of your new main gig or is it still going to be your passion project? I think we're kind of in that (laughs) transition period where we're trying to decide how much energy and time can go into it and that sort of thing and how much we can now outsource. I know that my mum lives and breathes it as well and I think that she would love to give up her full-time job to really focus on this and, you know, give her time and energy to it. I'm so lucky to be working from home and have that sort of flexibility where I can just work online and so I still am able to have presence and things like that in the direction that it goes. Awesome. That's so exciting. I love it when people's side hustles like bloom into something amazing. So let's chat about your affinity with, I guess, alternative and natural wellness practices. Have you always had that or is that something that you've recently become interested in when you started Ret Realm? Oh, I have always been so in tune with this sort of thing. So it's funny, we have like this running joke in my family where we look back and laugh at really how in tune I was, even back when I was so young. I used to bring my little cousins into my room and I'd lay them down on the ground with a pillow and I'd line crystals from head to toe and I'd have them lining up at the door waiting. And at the time, they probably thought I was an absolute lunatic. <laughs> they, just went with, they just went with it because they were so young. But we laugh today as adults and avid crystal lovers because we now know that process of chakra balancing with crystals. And I just, I had no idea at that time. Wow. So you just intuitively knew what to do at how old? Oh, from five onwards. Wow. So when I was really young, I was gifted a bag of crystals from my mum's very special auntie who's now passed. But something tells me that she was gently nudging us to continue this path with everything that happened so, you know, sweetly for us. Wow, that's like scary. Mm. I know, <laughs> it's crazy. But sounds like you're definitely doing something that's in tune with your natural affinities, so, oh, so that's amazing. Absolutely. Which, you know, obviously when you do something that you're passionate about, the success comes because Rat Realm now boasts a healthy 11,000 Instagram followers, which I know that you've grown all by yourself. Have you done any paid advertising or how have you created such an engaged online community? So basically in in an online culture that's pretty much, I would say, flooded with ads and influencers and all that stuff. It was very important for us to create something that was much more genuine and Mm. sort of stripped back to the roots 
as much as possible that you can behind a screen. And started, we started it out by just literally engaging with people online that just like we've, we felt strongly aligned with our values. So whether it be that we just typed in some keywords in the Instagram search and just, you know, reached out to them and just that sort of thing. But we kept it within Australia and we still have it within Australia. We wanted to keep it as local as possible. Yeah. Um, but we just basically started just authentic conversations because we wanted to know more about what our ideal customer would look like. We didn't know entirely, you know, there is quite a competitive market out there and, you know, there can be very high-end crystals and very expensive. And I knew that as the demographic, I didn't want it to be too out of reach. So we, we did find that they basically told us they wanted, you know, a full range of crystals within their budgets, but also a community of like-minded people that, you know, they can learn more about alternative wellness. So I guess accessible pricing is one of the ways you did it and then also starting a really genuine two-way conversation with your potential customers. Absolutely. So how did you start talking to them? Did you just kind of start posting and they came to you and then you kept talking and they brought their friends in? Like how did that kind of happen? Absolutely. Yeah. So we would just, you know, we'd find people that had posted about crystals and we'd comment on theirs and then it just seemed to have this sort of snowball effect. And I guess that does when you're being genuine. I recently, a friend told me she went to post in this crystal group. Someone had asked like, where do you get your crystals from? And she went to post like my best friend's company. And she'd already seen that like three people had posted the company. And that was my first realization that, wow, people do spread the message of your business. And it was quite a shock for me at that moment where I realized we sort of had really reached this point where we were up against people I used to admire in the crystal industry and our name was in amongst those names. It was quite a shock to see that. Yeah, that's so exciting. So what is the competitive landscape like in the crystal world? It's a competitive industry. You know, there's so many beautiful ways of marketing alternative wellness. I mean, crystals alone are so beautiful. People are so drawn to them, regardless of their energy in person, just seeing them, people are just so amazed by the natural beauty. Unfortunately, some people do take advantage of that. Some people do market them in the wrong ways. But Mm. I think as long as you remain authentic and transparent about your suppliers and you treat customers like humans and have as much flexibility stand out against the rest. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So going back to your Rat Realm community, who do you actually think is the Rat Realm shopper and why are they shopping with you? So the Rat Realm shopper ages between 13 and 50 plus. And although they are mostly women, we do actually have a community of really like supportive men that, you know, really genuinely enjoy shopping with us. And we see that because, you know, we see it from our five-star Google reviews. <laughs> but, like, that was our purpose, to build an online service that deeply values its customers. And we see that they truly feel that. You know, people write reviews like, I feel all the care and the love that you guys put in your orders. And, you know, people that say, you know, you have wonderful customer service and things like that. So 
I think when you take the time to generally reply and chat back and forth with customers when they have questions or sometimes a hundred questions, um, just giving them that chance to sort of talk about their lives and things like that. Like I sometimes get photos of dogs and artworks and outfits and things like that. Like people generally just want to chat. Do they ask you a lot about crystals and their healing properties and that wide range of information that I wish I knew more about? Absolutely. Yeah. So you have to sort of be on the ball. I have a bunch of resources, like a bunch of crystal books always sitting next to me. But off the top of my head, I often know how to reply. But if I ever need to go into depth with anything, like because of crystals healing properties, you know, people come to you when they have issues in their lives and they just sometimes beyond the crystal, they just want to talk. And that's what's so beautiful. It's like having 11,000 close friends. <laughs> yeah, because I guess, you know, I try to keep like crystals and stuff just part of my everyday life. But I guess people might begin to turn to like alternative remedies when they're going through tough stuff and try to find some form of therapy with it. So mm-hmm. it's a, definitely a big responsibility that I guess you have on your shoulders a little bit there. Absolutely. And you're doing an amazing job. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I guess apart from social media, that's kind of been your bread and butter for building your community, but have there been any other marketing efforts you undertake to pull in leads and sales? Well, 95% of our sales come from Instagram. So we put a lot of our time and resources into maintaining that. Otherwise, you know, obviously your basic marketing techniques are like, We're very aware of our SEO, so we get a lot of sales through Google searches as well. Because, of course, everyone's searching, you know, crystals for this, crystals for that. So that's where our Google search comes into play. We have a lot of, you know, newsletter marketing that goes out and things like that. But otherwise, Instagram is our main source. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Cool. So it's all, you don't really pay for advertising at all then? Well, we do, we do. So... Yeah, like I'll boost some posts here and there just to keep it going. Especially we decided when we hit a certain point that we'd start doing that. But up until then, it was all organic. Yeah, wow. And then, yeah, of course, now to reach a larger scale, we we definitely boost and do advertising. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And that's all social media advertising mainly. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. The power of social media. I reckon. (laughs) (laughs) So another question I had for you is how the pandemic and coronavirus, because we're kind of coming out of lockdown now, but how did that affect your business and did you need to pivot at all? So much to our surprise, (laughs) the pandemic made Rat Realm go into a spin in the best way possible. We had so many orders, the most we've ever had. And we grew our followers more than ever. I guess the fact that we were already online and that we're an Australian business, we could keep shipping out within local areas and there was not really that much of an impact other than obviously we'd have to, we added some sanitary procedures to it and that sort of thing. Um, But it was, yeah, it was just time and our chance to grow yeah, I'm not surprised by that really because as soon as quarantine happened, I bought a crystal, <laughs> rose quartz crystal from you Yeah, and a lovely little oil blend because I just needed like a little bit of comfort. So I'm not surprised and it's interesting to know that that's one of the areas of the wellness industry that's kind of booming at the moment on top of the obvious things like online workouts. Yeah, 
Well, we actually talked to someone in the industry and, you know, they said that they've seen this pattern happen time and time again where during recessions or anything that sort of puts fear into people, they often choose to turn to alternative wellness. So that's where we were just, yeah, already... Already established and ready to fulfil orders. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so good. Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, crystals are thriving. We know that much. (laughs) So as someone in the wellness industry and alternative health industry... What effect have you seen COVID-19 have on this sector at large? I think the wellness industry actually, I think COVID saw it boom. As I said before, people turned to alternative wellness in times of fear and especially brands that provide, you know, real value to the customer and that they genuinely feel their products are useful. So, yeah, I think the wellness industry would be booming right now. Yeah. Yeah. So what does the future of Ret Realm look like? Do you have specific growth plans or do things evolve naturally for you? This is one thing we're not so great at is, you know, making a plan in place because so many things change and we're very intuitive people so we just would rather go with it. But we do allow it to naturally flow at Ret Realm. But I would love to start introducing some amazing aspects of like, industrial cultures where it's like intertwined with the business where we have things like helping third world countries and villages and things like that we've got many ideas going around in our heads it's more just bringing them together but we definitely see the future of us helping people this business is not entirely about us it's bringing value to other people's lives Mm. yeah have to watch this space (laughs) (laughs) we definitely will and I've also noticed you diversifying your product range with your lovely Aboriginal art ethical yoga maps that you've recently put on the website. Can you tell us a bit about those and is there anything else you plan to bring to the Ret Realm universe? So we have recently partnered with an incredible company that's so totally environmentally responsible. They're fair trade and they've done an amazing job at using recycled material to create, you know, as you said, the most stunning yoga mats. And they also collaborated with these really talented Aboriginal artists who preserve sort of like cultural artwork on the mat that speaks to dream time and spiritual connection to country and that sort of thing. And we're just so very lucky to have access to that. Mm. We just want to follow our hearts in that way and anything that really speaks to us and is, as I said, adding value to someone's life, we will just follow that and add that to Ret Realm because that's just what it's about. All right, well, we'll keep our eyes peeled for what the next amazing product is that you drop. So I'd like to change it up a little bit now and ask you a series of questions that we would ask someone who's our mentor. The first one is, is there a book that you've read that has profoundly affected you or changed your life a book that has changed my life completely is a new life by Eckhart Tolle he's the author of a power of now Um, you may have heard it's an incredible book yeah but a new life just really spoke to me I reread it in the during the pandemic and it just really helped me pull back from society's conditioning and all this fear that's surrounding us especially right now and you know the whole thinking too much, wanting too much, I should be here at this age and that sort of thing. And 
But sometimes we forget that this is all just the ego driving us and it's driving the fear around us and, yeah, like really we just forget to live in the moment and just we don't have to be on this constant quest for more. Yeah, I know, right? It's just a really beautifully timeless book that really it can speak to anyone at any stage of their life, so I highly recommend Amazing. So it's about living in the moment and trying to be aware of your ego and bring yourself back to like what's actually going on and the things around you and that time and place and focusing on that. Exactly that. That sounds like something I definitely want to read because I've heard a lot about The Power of Now and I have it on my bookshelf, but I've never properly read it. I've just kind of dipped in and out of it. But the one thing I remember is like, is there anything wrong with you right now in this moment? No? Okay, then you're good. (laughs) So true. Which I always kind of think of when I'm stressing about something that probably doesn't even exist or needs to be worried about. It's so much easier now to just be like, when you're feeling fear or stress, you just be like, well, that's my ego. That's my ego. It's my ego telling me to do that. Like I'm safe right now. There's nothing hurting me. I'm happy. I've got loved ones who are healthy. So I'm good. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. So my next question for you is, which of your habits do you credit for most improving your life in recent years? When I started journaling, I've been journaling for many years now and I've kept all my journals and it changed my life because I'm basically able to literally witness my inner growth and my my growth as a human, which makes me way more self-aware and to basically see the clearly see the obstacles that were thrown my way and at the time I probably thought this is the worst thing ever but it's they were purposely laid in front of me so that when I grew I could appreciate the things that I once so desperately wanted in my life just land effortlessly on my lap. Mm, Amazing yeah because I have those moments as well but it would be amazing to be able to look back at the journey on the way to that point. It makes me cry every time when I see it. Is that like a good outlet for you? Does it help you kind of feel better if you don't feel good at a thing? Yeah. I'm not really one to write when I have like a negative thing going on, but I just like to go really deep within and be like, I want to acknowledge why I'm feeling this. So I'll have some journal prompts like, why do I feel this way today? Like, why did I act this way? What's happening in my life? What could I improve? That sort of thing. Yeah. Where do you find your journal prompts? Oh, you can just search them online. But I also, I have some on Rep Realm if you would like to check oh, it out. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, because I um, love the idea of journaling, but I just try to start doing it. I'm like, dear diary. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's the way to start though. That's the way to start. No, I don't really say dear diary, but you know what I mean? Like I just don't know what to really write about. But if there was a prompt, that would really help. I even, I go further, like it almost is like you need to meditate a little bit before. So it's like you're in a quiet space and you look within it. It's like, what is really coming up right now? Like what's like on my mind the most? And then you just ask yourself, why is that on my mind? Because again, if you go back to ego. It's all ego. It's all ego. So what do you define ego as? It basically grasps onto us with anything in our life. So it can tell us that we are poor, it can tell us that we are rich, it can tell us that we need more in our life or, you know, it just it's the thing, it doesn't matter if it's positive or negative, it'll always grasp onto something and it, it can tell us that we're sick, that I'm always sick, I'm always sick and it's one of those things that just drives us so much. I deserve this, I deserve that, why did they do that to me? But really, like, it's all 
just this thing. If you strip back, it's like, I don't need anything. So would you say ego is like our very conscious minds, like what we're constantly thinking of? Yeah. So the ego is basically that voice in your head. It's the voice in the head that's telling you, I can't do that. I'm too scared to do that. I'm too dumb. I'm too this. So yeah, it's the voice in your head. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember reading something once that said like 20% or some really small amount of your brain is actually conscious and the rest is subconscious. So it's that part that's just yes. creating a narrative about our life that might not even be accurate. Absolutely. Um, probably 99% of the time it's not accurate. <laughs> So interesting. Such a good thing to just check yourself about constantly and be like, no, strip it back. I'm fine. Yeah. Every time. So as a person who's found success with their business, do you ever have days where you feel overwhelmed or unmotivated? And if so, how do you keep pushing instead of kind of giving up and being like, oh, this is too hard? I absolutely do um, because I'm human. And it's mostly because you've like drained your energy of something. But if that is the case, and if I am feeling overwhelmed or unmotivated, I usually just do something that's, you know, going to spark something within me. So whether it's dance, like just go crazy or just exercise or do yoga or something creative, like go on Pinterest or just write, just listen to music, anything that just brings you back to that moment where you're just like, oh, okay, I do love this, that's where. But I, I continue to have that throughout my life and I make sure that if I'm not feeling motivated, I'm like, why though? Like have I surrounded myself with the wrong people? Or, mm. But also, I mean, as a human, you do, you get tired. Sometimes I just have to completely walk away from that realm and just not look at it at all because you don't want to put that negative energy into it so sometimes it's just about focusing on yourself and being like what do I need right now yeah that's so true because sometimes you can feel unmotivated but it's because you genuinely need a break absolutely and instead of keep pushing it's best to actually just have a rest and come back to it later and then if journaling inspires you to start again then that's when you start again rather than just forcing it Absolutely. My mum is amazing. She's done such an amazing job with this business as well. And she puts a lot of her time and energy into it. And we've sort of got this rule where it's like either one of us, just like we can't do it right now. We're just not capable. We don't have the capacity. We both just either one of us says to okay, don't do it then. It's fine. Just take a day. There's no pressure. We don't put pressure on anything about it. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, that's such a good, I guess, way to approach it. I think coming back to that, possibly because money isn't a driver for us as well, Yeah, that we can step away and be like, okay, we can take the time because we value it more about putting our love and energy into it than, you know, rushing it. Yeah, I think that's such an important message, especially in this time that you actually aren't going to find happiness if you're just chasing money. Like you're going to end up tired and probably sick and stressed out and it's okay if the social post doesn't go out till tomorrow or if your EDM is a bit late or whatever it is. Like it's actually not the end of the world. I just wish more people would kind of live life like that. It would be so much less stressful. Oh, my gosh. Amen to that. Seriously. Amen. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Yeah, I love that approach. That's... Yeah. More people need to think like that, I think. Mm -hmm. So that kind of touches on my next question, which is what does success mean to you? It's obviously not becoming rich and famous and all that material stuff. It's something else. 
Yeah, success to me is waking up knowing every day that you're doing something that's bringing joy or value not only to your life because that's important too but also to so many others. It's as simple as that for me. Like Ret Realm for myself and my mum, we've never ever seen it as let's make a bunch of money for this and we just genuinely want to connect with people and, yeah, that's what success means to me. Yeah, connecting with people and helping other people and bringing purpose. Yeah. And leveraging that success to then help people that are less fortunate. So we've got a lot of things in the works to help people with charities and things like that. So that's when you get that success, it's important to give back as well. Absolutely. So my next question for you is what advice would you give to your younger self? If I could give advice to my younger self, I would say just be exactly who you are because there's so much out there in life for you and just don't worry about what people say. It's not going to affect you and you will get exactly where you want to be. I love that. Do you have any tips on how to not care about what people think? (laughs) I would love to know. (laughs) I actually, I leverage what people say about me. You know, well, I go back to a school teacher that once said to me, you'll never go to uni to do journalism. And throughout my whole high school, I just kept thinking about, I was like, no, you know what? I'm so driven to do it. And I did it because I just love to prove people wrong because I'm like, who are you to say, you know? You don't know what anyone is capable of. So, yeah. It can be a good motivator. That's a good way to look at it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's also a really great segue into our next question, which is, (laughs) in the past, how has facing adversity or failure ultimately led you to success? Failure, adversity has helped me access the power within me (laughs) that I never thought I could have, you know, like, to see as humans that we're much more capable than we think. That's it. Simple as that. (laughs) Love it. So what is your earliest memory of achievement? My earliest memory of achievement was when, you know, I'd been, you know, a shy dancer at a really young age and then one day my dance teacher came up to my parents and she was like, you know what, she's quietly confident and she's really good at what she does. And that's when I was like, wow, you know, I'd leverage little comments like that. Like I just feel like that's so amazing to like hear as like a little kid. So then you just really, I don't know, I thrived off that. And then from then on, I really enjoyed dancing and, you know, leveraged that in a way. So we're at our final question of the interview, which is, if you could speak to everyone in the world, what would you say? Whew, that's a tough one. But I would say, if I could speak to anyone in the world, I would say journal, for starters, <laughs> because we need more self-aware people in this world. And just be curious and more educated about the world around you and be kind to others because you just never know what they're going through. That's it. Oh, <laughs> that's beautiful. I love you, Remy. You're oh. so kind-hearted and I think people are going to love listening to you. So oh. thank you so much for taking the time to chat with Digital Collective. We can't wait to see where Brett Realm goes from here. Oh, thank you for having me, Kat. It's been so amazing. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of A Moment with Modern Mentors. Make sure you subscribe to our channel and stay tuned for more episodes from A Moment with Modern Mentors coming your way soon.